Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. Thank you for joining us for this half hour. Now, Let's Talk. And good morning, Tracy Morgan in with Let's Talk, just about 11.15. It is our half an hour that we bring in fantastic professionals. I'm back on that word, Pat. Fantabulous is what we said yesterday, I think, during our show. Hey, uh, yeah, we bring in professionals to talk about issues that are important to you. And I'll stay off the fantabulous word. I will, I promise today. Mike Williams is in today with Battery Warehouse Plus and also West End Tire and Service. And so we're going to be talking about a couple of things like batteries in, in particular, like the size of them. Why does that make a difference and the types of them? You know, you got that lithium and uh, heavy duty, right, Mike? Is that mm -hmm. what you're talking yeah to me about before like what's the difference in those and then i want to talk a little bit about hybrid cars because apparently that's picking up in popularity so we'll talk about batteries there as well so we'll get to all of that mike is here let me first give you the rundown of how you can listen because you do have us of course on the radio 680 a.m and 107.5 fm you do have the opportunity to listen through your alexa powered device we have an app for isr that can go on your mobile devices and then you can listen live on our website WISR680.com. You're going to pick that uh, box, that link, that uh, page that just says listen live. Just click that and that'll take you to where you need to go. And then if you want to listen to this after we're all done, go, stay on the website. Don't leave the website, right? Uh, stay on the website. Go to Programs, Let's Talk, and then look for Battery Warehouse. I think that's how we have it labeled online. So, all right. Mike Williams, how are you? It's been I'm a doing, while since I got to see you last, huh? Doing well. I how know. are you? We're almost ready to turn the calendar. <laughs> Very close. That's so hard to ask, believe. Ask me in a month how I am, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get through the season. So we have a lot to talk about, which we were talking off the air. So I'm really excited to ask you these questions because as I was getting ready for Christmas, as you know, a lot of people are getting ready for their holiday you start having to think, what batteries do I need to pick up? You know, what batteries do I come to your store to pick <laughs> up? And, and, and I can't remember what I was looking at, what toy or something. But I thought, why can't I just buy one battery? Why are batteries different sizes and different strengths? Um, variety of different reasons. So it depends on the voltage it requires to run the device you're using and the amount of capacity or amperage it would take to run it for an extended amount of time. So, you know, things today, digital-wise, everything seems to be getting smaller and smaller, so you're not seeing the batteries like D size and C size very often in your, you know, typical flashlight size batteries. Um, also, you know, saying flashlight, most of your flashlights you buy today are an LED light, so they require much less than the old-fashioned halogen bulbs and kryptons and whatever other bulbs they used to have for flashlights they're way brighter much lighter much smaller um, rechargeable batteries all kinds of different stuff there so you know the the amount of draw that battery has to to supply power to is less so they can use smaller the size of the device might be smaller you know but still you still you still have things that you know, when we were younger, the the boombox that took mm -hmm. 15 or 16 D size batteries. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, now you can run that on a, a little battery that's the size of a matchbox and uh, run it for longer and recharge it. So, Do you think the C's and D's will be phased out or are there still many products that need them? I'd say there's still a lot of things out there that's yeah. going to use it. There's still old flashlights out there and other devices that I don't see them leaving anytime soon. Yeah. Um, 
Is there any way to convince your industry just to make one battery? Oh my. <laughs> Can't wait, please. I, that would make your life so simple, I, wouldn't it? It would, it would be, I would be happy if we made three batteries for your alkaline type devices yeah. and three batteries for everything automotive related and think of the inventory we would save money right on. <laughs> i know my goodness well you know talk about that then for a minute if you don't mind like the different types like the heavy duty and the alkaline and i mean we have all of these products and then you hear on commercials like hey this is the latest thing that you should be buying what is the the difference between those types of batteries so starting Say in your alkaline stuff, your double A's, triple A's, C's, D's, nine volts, uh, you'll see a, a heavy duty or a super heavy duty. That's bottom of the line. Next up would be alkaline. And above that, they've come out with some of the uh, alkaline max and different manufacturers call them different things. And then the lithium, which is typically your strongest in the non-rechargeable type batteries. So if you're, if you're running a, a flashlight, something that doesn't have much drain to it. Um, you can get away with the, this heavy-duty stuff. Um, alkaline is primarily what you're going to find in most shops today is the alkaline because it gives you a nice all-around amount of power for lighting and TV remotes and that sort of thing. Um, the, the alkaline max and some of them other ones that kind of fit the in-between they're they're for stuff that's a little bit higher drain gives you a little bit more time and with every step there's a, a cost increase on it when you get into the lithium they're definitely the most expensive but you get a much longer runtime out of it so if you still have a digital camera that uses double a batteries in it an alkaline double a will give you about 20 pictures compared to a lithium double a that might give you two or 300 pictures, depending on how much you zoom and look back at your photos and all that, because that all runs off of the battery. So it's gonna lessen the amount of pictures you get to take. But, you know, you kind of have to look at the device you're using and sometimes it'll tell you, you know, lithium only or whatever the case may be. Um, but, you know, if it's a, a digital camera or something like that, that's using a lot of power, then you want to be on the lithium side. Uh, a lot of people have the outdoor thermometers that read out outdoor temperature, indoor temperature. Lithium holds up better in the really cold weather. So typically you'll see those asking for the lithium double A's. I've seen often where it says if you're going to replace the batteries, replace them all at yes. the same time. What happens? Why is that important? Um, it's kind of like a chain. It's only as strong as its weakest link. Okay. So you put a, you have something that takes four batteries and you put in two new batteries and you have your two old batteries whenever them two old batteries go too low the device shuts off so you may still have some capacity left in them other ones but they're never going to work to optimum performance because it is it's a whole circuit in there yes. right yeah right. with all those batteries in there then let's uh, let me ask uh, let's talk about the brand names then because uh, you, you see i don't want to name any specific ones but you know the brand names are out there and then you may go to a store that you're trying to save some money and that's fine but you don't see the brand names there it, is it important that we buy a brand name or can we buy off brand um i mean i it, know we can buy anything but what's the yeah, smart way yeah. to do it, it kind of depends on what you're looking for um, you know, if it's, if it's just, you've bought a bunch of toys for, for the holidays and you, you just need some batteries to put in them. Yeah. Your less expensive ones are fine. Um, if it's something that is more expensive, maybe it's electronics, that kind of stuff. 
might stay away from the less expensive ones. Sometimes you'll see those actually start to leak at the, the seals on the, I call it a can, that's what okay. battery is. You mm-hmm. might see it starting to leak. Where your more name brand batteries, typically they don't do that. So, you know, your Energizers and your Duracells are obviously the most advertised out there. Um, we stock both of those, and uh, GP is a brand that we stock and sell a lot of. GP is the largest alkaline manufacturer in the world, and they produce some product, not all of them, but some product for the other large name companies. So, you know, a, a double A, triple A's, they're 33 cents a piece in the GP compared to about 50 cents a piece for Energizer, Duracell, alkaline product. You're not paying for the that advertising in the name brand at that point. But you're paying but, for a good battery. But you're paying a good battery. They last a nice, nice battery, lasting a pretty fair amount of time. And we've sold them for several years and sell a lot of them. Yeah. So let me ask you, because we are at the holidays, you typically give away a basket. Are you doing that this year? We do and we are. Okay. Talk yes. about it. Um, I believe the drawing is the 17th. I'd have to look at the calendar, be sure, but I'm pretty sure it's the 17th is our drawing. Uh, stop into the store here in Butler and register. Um, my daughter, Megan, put it together. It's got all kinds of different batteries in it. Your AA, C's, D's, 9 volts, and um, she usually puts some chocolate or some hot chocolate of or course, something like right? that in there. I mean, <laughs> you know, so there's there's several different things in there. It's not just batteries, but it's a pretty nice basket. So, oh, good. Yeah, she always does a great job. Yes. Yeah, fantastic. So that's in your office or in your office, but at Battery Warehouse Plus yeah. in Butler. Right. Okay, so we can yep. just come in and yep. uh, buy a ticket. That's what we're no doing. No cost. Just write your oh, name no on the name and phone number and put it into the box and. We'll pick a winner. We love you, Mike Williams. I love when you do that. All right. So it's a free opportunity for you to get some batteries. A basket of batteries. It needs a song. That's what it needs (laughs) is a basket of batteries. All right. Let's move on to something else. I I know we uh, still have about 20 minutes left with you, Mike, but something I had asked you or we had talked about off the air before we started here today is about hybrid cars. And I'm curious about this because often we see the progressive movements, if you will, outside of Butler and they eventually make it here. Right. Has it made it here? It has made it here. Uh, we're definitely seeing more of the, the hybrid cars. Um, I'm sure not nearly as many other metropolitan type areas, but yeah, we, we do see it. Um, most of the manufacturers have some kind of a hybrid car that has a, a battery to start the gas powered engine and then another battery that runs the, old, the entire car whenever the gas powered engine shuts off. So a lot of those, you know, you start the gas powered engine up whenever you first start the car and start to move it gets to a certain speed and then the electric kicks in and you're running on the battery power at that point um you know there's some good advantages to it you know you get a lot more gas mileage because you're not always running on that gasoline engine kind of thing um uh, some of the batteries that they're making to start that gasoline engine is odd sizes so that's new to you so yeah so um in the battery industry, a, a battery, every battery has a group size, which tells you the physical dimensions, length, width, and height, where the terminals are positioned, that sort of thing. Again, going back to the need for the universal. Yeah, <laughs> I would make it simpler, but three, go ahead. Three battery minimum would be perfect. You know, that's that's that would be great, but we have hundreds of different sizes. So right. uh, a lot of these batteries are a non-BCI size. So their length, width, height is different. Terminal positions are different. 
Um, you know, most cases we can we can adapt and, and make it work, but I've had uh, a couple of odd size batteries recently that um, we just don't have a fit for it. We can, you know, put something in it, make it work, maybe make some modifications to the hold down so the battery is secure in the car and it does what it needs to do, but that exact size is difficult to find. Um, one of them um, was a, an odd size battery, kind of short and long, um, super expensive. Um, I did some Google searching on it and they were like 600 $700 on the internet. Just um, one battery? One battery. And, and how it, many is needed for a car like that? Fortunately, just one. Just and, the one, and, okay. And that was just the starting battery. That's not the the main battery that runs the electric component of it. That main battery is much more expensive. Um, some of them you can get a reconditioned battery for the main battery and get you down into the $1,500 range. And it goes up from there to upwards of $4,000. So there's a big investment in those batteries whenever that car gets to a point it has to have that battery changed. And, and I can see the advantage of, of these kinds of cars, but I'm wondering if they'd be more popular if you didn't see those price tags. You know, Probably, yes. And I, I mean, if you, if you kind of look at it by the time you've spent the extra money on the vehicle, it gets down to, you know, it's 100,000 miles on it or something of that nature, and you have to replace your main battery. Did you save any money by right. not buying gasoline? Right. And, you know, it's your, your own perception of the environment and what you, what you really want to do. Or just, can you afford it? Yeah. You know, in the end, can you afford it? But it, yeah. let's get back to the battery then. When you say that those batteries are difficult to find in some situations, is that a supply issue or is that because they're not as mainstream as regular cars? They're not as mainstream. They're an odd size and most of your battery manufacturers haven't tooled up to make it. So there's probably one or two manufacturers potentially in the world that are making this specific battery. It's supplying the world. Yes. Wow. It's an it's it's just it's, it's where they're at. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's not enough demand for your typical battery manufacturers to tool up for it. You know, they they may spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to tool up to make one size of a battery. There's not enough demand for it. They're just simply not going to make it. From those people that you have dealt with, and I know that's a small portion of society when we're talking about the world, yeah. right? But for those people that you've run into, is this a surprise to them when they buy these cars? Yes. Okay, so they're, they're not aware of the battery and the battery sizes and the challenges there yeah. within. That's why we have you on this show. So <laughs> not to say that you shouldn't buy those cars. I'm not, I'm not trying to indicate that. Yeah. It's just what you see in the battery world. And, and tire, since you have West End Tire, um, do, do any issues with that when it comes to these particular hybrid cars? Um, fortunately, tire size has been a fairly normal size. You know, there's maybe a little bit of difference, but typically not too much of a difference in the tire sizes. Um, you know, years past, 13, 14, 15-inch tires were very common, and those are not nearly as common as the 16 through 20-inch tires today. So, you know, that's that's just kind of a market shift, but it's a lot of the tires are staying similar sizes to what they're currently producing. Um, there's always something out there that's, you know, maybe off a little bit, and you, you only have a few selections for a couple of years until other manufacturers spend money for the tooling and start producing them. Yeah. Mike, let me ask you about supply issues since I mentioned that in my last question. 
let's talk about tires. Let's talk about batteries. Are you affected yeah. by that at all? Um, a, a little bit. Uh, we've gradually just been increasing our inventory over the last year and a half or so. Um, watch closely on inventories, and if it's something that we sell on a regular basis, we'll buy a little extra if we need to. Um, definitely tire side, you know, you may be not able to get exactly what you want, but we can get you something similar to it. Um, snow tires, um, we bought those, brought them in in September to be sure that we had them. They were having some supply issue with that. Um, you know, inventories typically will start to diminish on that around the first of the year because they're, nobody's producing them anymore, so you get what's left wherever. Uh, we use six or eight different vendors to to buy tires from so you know we try to do the best we can sourcing out of whatever vendors we have is that a challenge to you as an individual in your shoes with this industry because you know us the public we sometimes don't get around to our snow tires mm -hmm. until we see a snowfall and nowadays it feels like it's january before we see a snowfall right do you see that as a challenge yeah uh for sure you know and and when you're looking at snow tires you know okay what's the weather going to be this year um, maybe last year we didn't have a bad winter, so we don't know what this, this year is going to bring. How many tires do you put into stock? Um, you know, I really don't want to set on snow tires mm -hmm. all summer long. Yeah. So you, you try to kind of juggle that and make your best guess at it, I guess. You can look at your inventory and your sales reports, all of that, to, to kind of get an idea on it. But when it comes right down to it, it's... It's a best guess. So do you think that this is a shift in the industry because of the weather that we have? Like this isn't an off year because we just didn't have a bad winter. Have you seen it as a as an industry shift, if you will, like we'll just say like in the past five or 10 years? Um, I would think probably a little bit. And, and some of that comes back to all wheel drive cars. Ah, you know, okay. All wheel drive cars, not as many people are gonna put snow tires on. If it's an all-wheel drive, you need to have the same tire on all four corners. Where a front-wheel drive, you know, it's best if you have the same thing in all places, but maybe customer decides to only put it on the front. Again, front-wheel drive should have the same all the way around. Rear-wheel drive vehicles, pickups, stuff like that, they'll put an aggressive tire on the back and leave whatever they have on the front. All-wheel drives, they go pretty good. They may not buy the snow tires. They may buy an all-season tire. Um, you know, and it, again, that depends on where you travel, what your driveway's like. How hard is it to get in and out of your driveway? Somebody that has a, a steep driveway, whether it's up or down, coming in or out, they may want you a more traction. aggressive snow tire, yeah. more, more traction on it. They may want a, a snow tire that was studded, put metal studs in it so it helps dig through the snow and the ice that's packed in. Um, you know, there's a lot of variance there. And so if somebody's hearing us and thinking, I, I didn't even think about this point or that point, and that's a good idea, can they just come in and, and talk to you and Absolutely. stop in and, and just yep. kind of ask you these questions as sure. well? Yeah, stop in. Um, right now, Tom and Dave are usually at the counter, so you can ask them anything. Uh, we're happy to come out, evaluate your tires, tell you how much tread you have left on it in comparison to what a new tire is, give you an idea of where your tire stands, and if you're interested in tires, give you some options. You know, normally you have a few different options of tires and uh, you know it might vary from a, a snow tire to a more aggressive all-season tire or just a standard 
you know, all season like you would get on a vehicle when you purchased it. No need to guess at this. No. You're the professionals. Just go in and ask and just say, can you help me out? It's the best way to do it. So, Mike, we are in the winter, whether we like it or not, whether we're feeling it or not. It's going to be like 62 in like a day or two. What's that about? But um, what should we be thinking about when it does come to winter? Again, I'll ask you that generally speaking because we have batteries and we have tires. Right. Um, You know, just generally looking at your vehicles, um, battery side, it's always a good thing. If your battery's more than three years old, have it tested. Um, that battery has to work harder whenever the temperature gets below zero degrees. Um, you know, between 32 and zero degrees, there's about a 25% decrease in your performance. So, you know, you get to sub-zero temperatures, that battery has to work much harder. If it's older, it may not have the capacity for that. Uh, feel free to stop anytime. We'll test your battery, test your alternator. If your battery terminals need cleaned, we'll clean them up for you. That's all free service. Um, doesn't take very long to do that. Kind of give you a peace of mind as to where you're at. You're good to go. Or maybe you should really consider this because we're in that time of year that it could be zero tomorrow. Who knows? Between zero and 32 degrees, when you say there is that decreased capacity or performance, if you will, does that mean it gets drained every a little bit each time we get into that temperature range? Or will that come back after you come back right. up so to if you, 32? It's not as prevalent today as it was in the past. Um, Years back, a lot of the advertising done from the big box stores showed a cranking amp rating, CA, which was rated at 32 degrees. And you also have a cold cranking amp, CCA rating at zero degrees. Your car manufacturer's original equipment design for that battery is a rating at zero degrees. So if your car is supposed to have a 600 cold cranking amp battery and you buy a battery that is 600 cranking amps there's 25 percent capacity difference between 32 and zero so you have 25 percent less battery than you really should have in your vehicle so it's going to have to work harder potentially it may not work at all so it, it may leave you down can you recharge it or chipping away at this battery power level well, would that mean a new battery yeah, i mean it your your capacity should be rated in this climate at zero degrees so 600 cold cranking amp battery to 600 cranking amp battery is somewhere in like 450 cold cranking amps so it, don't take me exact on that because i didn't do the actual math on it but close i'll to trust that. you so so say Say you have a, a vehicle that requires 600 cold cranking amps to start that vehicle at zero degrees, mm-hmm. and you put a 450 cold cranking amp battery in your vehicle, it's not going to perform the way it's designed. Yeah. Jump starting, that's something that happens quite a bit this time of year. Jump, definitely something that happens. Uh, be very careful. Uh, this time of year, if your vehicle doesn't start, it's possible the battery's frozen. A battery will not freeze until 72 degrees below zero if it's fully charged. When it's fully charged, the acid and water in the battery are mixed, and that's basically like the antifreeze for the battery. When a battery discharges, the acid goes back into the lead plates, leaving the water standing. It will freeze. So you can imagine a gallon jug of water you've put into the freezer. It's froze, and if you've ever seen somebody shoot it with a gun, how it explodes. Well, you're basically doing that to a block of ice. You're putting a blast of hot energy into that battery. Something is going to give. It will, if you leave it on long enough, it 
could possibly blow the caps, blow the top off the battery, blow the sides out of the battery. We've seen it all. So if you have a dead battery, it's below freezing. If you can see that battery, you need to check it out and see if it's frozen before you try to jump start it. If it's frozen, the only thing you can do at that point is take the battery out of the vehicle, thaw the battery out, charge the battery with the battery charger to full, and then test it, see if it's good or where it stands. Mm-hmm. How long does it typically take to thaw out a battery if it's frozen solid? Oh, if it's frozen solid, it may take the better part of a day. Okay. Typically, when we have those brought in, um, I start, I put them in a pan of hot water and set them next to the, the furnace duct someplace and keep changing the water to try to get it thawed out as quickly as we can and get it back onto a battery charger. All right. So, but you're going to, you're probably going to look at 24 to 48 hours that we're going to have the battery to see where it's at. All right. So be safe, be safe, be safe. Is yes. Piece of advice there. Five minutes left, Mike. So let me ask you this question about uh, people. I, again, it's, it's Christmas. A lot of folks, I don't know, do they, they try to get a job this time of year or do they wait till the beginning of the year? I know we're in a whole different environment. We've talked about this yeah. before in the past two years that it doesn't seem like as many people want to get a job and we could go down that path as well. Where are you yeah. right now with your two stores? Um, right now we're uh, the tire shop. We need a, an inspection mechanic there. Um, and possibly one other person that would be kind of a mechanical tire type guy, um, somebody that could move back and forth, fill in some spaces, um, battery store. We could use one person at the Butler store, um, potentially a management person for that. Um, Tom at the, the tire store. Uh, let us know that he's going to retire in April. So oh, my. After Good for him. Bad for you, yes, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Bittersweet, right? So um, we, have, we have a person to fill that position, but we're moving that person from the battery side to the tire side, so we need to kind of fill that position at the battery side. And we've talked about that before, but let's just talk about this as a reminder. That's such a benefit with you. I say owning two stores. You own multiple locations, but yes. when we're talking about downtown Butler, you have the, the two stores right next to each other. That that an individual could probably learn off of both stores. Yes. Um, you know, uh, not all of it, but a lot of it kind of goes hand in hand. It's, it's dealing with customers, it's dealing with automotive side, whatever it is. So, you know, it kind of goes back and forth, and we do have some of the people that we, we do specifically do that. We'll, we'll rotate them back and forth and, you know, help fill in wherever is necessary for the, the time of the day or the day. You know, it just mm-hmm. depends if we're busy on one side and not the other. One of us will go over and work at the tire store, or one of the guys from the tire store may come over and help out at the battery store, whatever it takes. Try to keep people moving as, as quickly and efficiently as we can. Um, everybody's time is valuable and important, so we try to limit your time there as much as possible. Sometimes it's longer than we like, but it is what it is. Doing the best you can. Doing yes. the best you can. And in, in this environment, yes, absolutely, doing the best you can. And you do such a wonderful job. Do we just stop in to get an application and talk to you? Yes. Okay. That's the best way to do it. So, of course, right downtown, um, go to the battery store, go to the West Tire store, either one that you need. Yeah. What's the phone number, or do you want us to call two different phone numbers for the product that we need yeah uh the tire shop uh west end tire and service 724-287-6973 battery warehouse 724-287-3191 
I know we did a whole show, I think, on, on hiring people. Where, where is the job market right now through your lens, of course? Has it gotten any better? Is it just still as tough? Or where are we getting to? <laughs> I think it might be a little wee bit better, but it's still tough right now. Still tough. It's nowhere near where it should be. Yeah. Was it a good decision for you to buy West End Tire as well? Yeah, I think long-term it is. Um, you know, we've put a lot into it. We've added a lot of services. When we purchased it, they were doing tires only. Um, so today's climate, tires only is not going to survive. Uh, so we've added the, the service work, oil changes and front-end alignments and other work that comes with that, brakes, shocks, struts, you know, all that kind of stuff. Basically, you're your basic maintenance type work. We don't get into engine work and transmissions and that kind of stuff. But, you know, there's there's a lot of work there with the yeah. basic maintenance type stuff. But when you're State a customer and you know that's happening just because you went to go get tires yeah. and you feel like you got a few things extra out of that, right. I think that's what causes people to come back. Right. Not only your great service too. I mean, yeah, yeah, you have great service, great people, and, and you have a great business businesses as uh, you go through the next year so well best of luck to you as you go through the next year i know we'll be talking and uh i don't know when do we get to talk in a couple of months so we probably will still be usually once a quarter so yeah yeah Yeah. well good any final thoughts wish everybody a merry christmas happy holidays hope everyone's safe and healthy and can enjoy some time with family and again the basket of batteries which is free for you to put your name in the drawing we are also having a drawing with west end tire Um, we're giving away five free oil changes just same thing stop in there and sign up for that so just go to both buildings put your name in and drawings will be we'll say roughly around the 17th (laughs) (laughs) give or take a day right we think we have it right on the 17th mike thanks so much have a great holiday uh folks thank you very much for joining us i know we're out of time but if you want to listen to this again in its entirety feel free and go onto our website it's wisr680.com and what you're going to do is pick programs let's talk and then look for battery warehouse plus of course west entire but i think we've just kind of narrowed it down to battery warehouse uh, to fit it on the screen all right thanks so much i'm tracy morgan with let's talk the information and opinions shared on this program are solely those of our guests and do not necessarily represent those of WISR, the Butler County Radio Network, or its staff and employees.